Hello, hello, awesome people, and welcome to Authors Chat with Allison, where I will be interviewing inspiring authors and upcoming authors about their book, their brand, and their business. Today, I have with me on the line Dr. Teresa Mosley. Welcome, welcome. Hi, thank you for having me, Allison. You are so welcome. Please introduce yourself to our listening audience. Well, I am Dr. Teresa Ann Mosley. I'm originally from Fayetteville, North Carolina. That's right. I'm a U.S. Army veteran and a U.S. Army brat. My dad was in the military for 27 years. I'm a motivational speaker. I'm an international best-selling author and also an award-winning educator. I own my own company, TAM, Creating Ambassadors of Peace, and I've worked in education for 26 years. I recently um, wrote my signature book, Creating Ambassadors of Peace, 16 Steps to Become an Ambassador of Peace, and I'm also a world traveler. I've lived in Augsburg, Germany, and I've also lived in Sanap, Turkey, but I've traveled to England, France, Italy, Africa, Hawaii, Australia, Brazil, all the Caribbean islands, and Canada. I love traveling the world. And one thing that I've learned on my travel is that everybody wants peace. And I think the key to world peace is having everybody living in their divine purpose. And that's just a little bit about who I am. Wow, that is such a blessing. And I'm glad you said purpose because I'm going to come back and ask you a question about that. Um, I want to ask you, what is the title of your book? And share with us um, what it's about. Okay. So my book, Creating Ambassadors of Peace, 16 Steps, is really a journal. Um, I write 16 steps, and I have a story for each step followed by a quote and then a place for them to journal about what they think that quote means and then followed by a chapter, and they can write what they're going to change. For example, the first chapter might be um, communicate, don't retaliate. I tell a story around that. And at the end of that chapter, I have a quote by a peacemaker around communication. And then after that, they can write about what they are going to change to communicate rather than to retaliate. So this book really is geared towards middle school and teens and also some adults that have a problem communicating with others or just people that are just not happy and not peaceful. So that's what a little bit about what my book is about, 16 Steps to Become an Ambassador of Peace. And I think you mentioned this, but who did you say your target audience would be for that book? Students, educators, parents, or anybody that's struggling with um, not being happy or being unpeaceful. So there's so many adults that did, never learned the virtue of hope, which means they don't trust. If you don't trust, then you don't love. If you don't love, then there's no peace. So there's lots of different stakeholders that could learn from this book, The 16 Steps to Become an Ambassador of Peace. But mostly middle school children and high school children, if we could get them to make better decisions about things, then there wouldn't be a lot of violence in the world. Because you know with gun violence, a lot of our people killed are our teenagers. Yes. Yes. Now, you also have a, um, another book that you're in where you have a chapter in the book. So tell us the title of that um, anthology and your chapter in that anthology. 
I have an anthology out. It's called You Are Enough with Les Brown and Cheryl Wood, and my chapter is on overcoming fear to achieve your purpose. And I'm always using quotes. I started out with T.D. Jakes' quotes. If you can't figure out your purpose, figure out your passion, because your passion will lead you right into your purpose, which I truly believe is the key to world peace, everybody living in their purpose. Just imagine. If everybody lived in their purpose, they would be happy. But I know what happens sometimes because it happened to me. Sometimes fear gets in the way, fear of success, fear of failure, fear of disappointing somebody, including yourself. And a lot of times we don't self-actualize because we have this fear and we don't become who we can be. And luckily, I figured it out. I overcame my fear and was able to live in my purpose and my divine assignment. So that's what my chapter is about. I loved working with these other authors, and all the messages in this book are powerful. Such a great inspirational tool for anybody that needs inspiration. You are enough to be all you can be. Yes, yes. So how long do you think it took you to write, let's say, your chapter, and how long did it take you to write your book, since we're talking about the both? Okay, so I'm going to talk about You Are Enough. Um, Each of us had to write 500 words, and it took me maybe 25 minutes because I already knew what my chapter was going to be about, overcoming fear. When my father died, oh, he was my, oh, my father was my savior. He was my everything. You know, he was my go-to person. I didn't really think I could survive without him. But he came to me in spirit and told me to get up, go live your purpose. And that's what started my self-actualization. That's what started me being all I can be. So it didn't take me a long time because it was already in my mind what I wanted to write about and how I was going to lay it out. Now, creating Ambassadors of Peace, that only took me one week. I was in Dr. Wood's class, Speak and Write Your Message. And one of the first things she said was, you all need to write a book. <laughs> it could be a step-by-step book. It could be this, but you all need to write a book. And I took that literally. Now, I've already written three books. But I hadn't written a step-by-step book. So I think, okay, now what is it that I want to get out? I said, I want to get out about world people. How can I do that? Well, let me think about this. Hmm, what am I create steps to be more peaceful? And then I did a little bit of research, read more about Martin Luther King, Mother Teresa, Mahatma Gandhi. I took all this information and said, that I said I'm going to create my own 16 steps to creating ambassadors of peace. It took me one week. And when I went back to class the next Monday, Dr. Wood said, how did everybody's week go? I said, I wrote my book. She said, wait, what? (laughs) I said, you can't write a book. So I wrote the book. And then four months later, it was an Amazon bestseller. (laughs) And the rest is history. (laughs) Yes, that is a blessing. Wow. So ultimately, what do you want readers to gain from reading your books and your chapter if you could name three things. Okay, so for You Are Enough, one mm-hmm. thing that I want them to gain is that you don't have to fear anything. Everybody was born with a divine assignment. Everybody was born with a purpose. And you, you, even before you were born, there was something that you were designed to do on this earth. You have to believe in yourself. You have to be around people that lifts you up, not knock you down, so that you can self-actualize and be all you can be. You don't have to let fear, you don't have to let fear hold you back. And don't worry about failing. You can fail forward, okay? So my chapter, I just want everybody to know that everybody is great in their own right. 
Everybody is. Everybody has a voice. Everybody has a gift. Everybody has a passion. And everybody has a purpose. Luckily, I found out what mine was. It took a while, but I found out, and I've been able to make a difference in the lives of children, especially because I'm an educator, especially school-age children. Every child that I come in contact with, I say, hey, what's your passion? Yeah, why do you think you're here? What's your purpose? What's your gift? And that's how I roll. So my chapter is really going to inspire some people, young people, old people, people in the middle-age crisis, like what am I doing? Why am I having so much fear of being successful? And they can overcome that fear. So do you believe that it is your faith that has inspired you to write and to continue to write? It's my divine assignment. Um, I lost two kids to violence in school. That was a high school principal, okay? And I also lost two relatives to violence, gun violence, by the way. And I pray, I pray every day. I pray every day. I meditate every day. And I said, God, please tell me, you know, what can I do? So in my school, I started a campaign for no more violence, one school, one community, one county at a time. But then when I was watching the news and saw my relatives, that were murdered to gun violence, I said, God, what, is, what can I do? I, this violence needs to stop. God spoke to me and said, Teresa, speak and write your message. Okay? So that's why every book, and I've written eight books, whether it's a love story or whether it's an anthology, every book that I write, I talk about love, peace, hope, and will. Yes, yes. Do you have anyone in your life that was um, influential in you deciding to actually become an author, you know, to just, like, release it from you? Oh, and, and I'm going to tell you that that happened when I was 14, and it was God. <laughs> when I was 14 years old, I was really struggling with – I have a gift of intuition, and I did not know how to use it. I would know things – before they would happen. It didn't matter whether it was good or bad. And my brother died in a car accident, graduation night from high school. I did not tell him that something was going to happen. So when he passed away, I thought it was my fault. And I really struggled with, with that. And so one night I was crying and I was praying to God, and God told me to write. And so I wrote a letter to my teacher, and I was 14 years old. It was five pages long. I told him about my dreams. I told him what happened to my brother. I told him how I felt guilty about his death. And after I wrote those six pages, five to six pages, I felt so much better. It was writing was cathartic. And then I didn't give the, the teacher the, the letter. I put it under my bed. And that's when I realized that writing was cathartic for me. Writing was good. Writing could help me release all these things that I'm feeling. So it was 14 years old that, I, that God told me to write that I, I started writing. Now, in terms of writing the book, that took a while because when my mother passed away in 2003, I hadn't written any books yet, but we had a lot of history. And I wanted to tell my mother I loved her, and my mother was dead. So something said, write a book. And tell your mother in the preface that you love her. So that's why I wrote my, my first book. And I started writing it in 2003, but I didn't finish it in 2014. It took that many wow. years. It was so painful to write. It was 44 chapters, but it was real stuff. You know, 
what happens is when you go through life, you go through a lot of things, good things and bad things, but there's lessons learned along the way. And then one day I woke up and I realized, wow, if I had not had all of these experiences, both positive and negative, I would have nothing to write about. But then, like Dr. Cheryl Wood said, your life story is about you, but it ain't for you. So I have eight books. I've got eight more in the making, okay? I'm going to continue to write until all my stories are told. I'm going to continue to write until there is change and peace in the world. I'm going to continue to write and, and inspire other people to write to tell their story because that's what we're meant to do, that we share our voice through writing. And if you're gifted, you can share your voice through writing and speaking. Yes, I love that. You're going to continue to write because I was going to ask you, um, has God placed any more um, books on your heart for you to write? And you said eight more. I'm like, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I have yes. two more coming out. I'm, I'm in Unleash Your Undeniable Impact. It's coming out in November. And I also am part of an anthology called I Am She. And that's going to be a coffee table book. It's going to have my picture. I'm going to be like an African queen. And then I also have a chapter on what gave me my voice to roar. So those two are coming out um, in, the, in the winter. Yes. Okay. That is awesome. So here's another um, question for you. And I know you talk about purpose. So if someone says that they don't believe that they have purpose in life because nothing has gone right for them, what advice or what words of encouragement would you give to that person? I would say very calmly, yes, you do. Yes, you do. Everybody has a purpose. One of the things that we had to do in Speak and Write Your Message was meet four people that we don't know. And I strategically selected my people. And I actually talked to more than four people. And there was one person that I talked to that, you know, she was, this was not her comfort zone. She didn't really like talking to strangers. But I said to her, as I was listening to her, she told me what she did for a living. I said, does that make you happy? And she says, well, I would like to do other things. I said, for example, and she says, well, um, I said, tell me something. What's your gift? And she said, um, I really don't know. I said, yes, you do. <laughs> what is it that you are really good at doing? And then she told me, I said, okay, what's your passion? She goes, I really like helping people. I said, oh, that's mine too. I like serving people. That's my passion. So what is your purpose? And she said, I never really thought about it. I said, sure you have. What is it that you really want to do to impact the world? And she got really quiet, and then she said, you're scaring me. I said, how am I scaring you? She says, because you're telling me everything that I really need to hear. <laughs> and I've never really vocalized this to anybody. And after we talked, we should have been 15 minutes, we talked for about three hours, she decided that she was going to write a book and tell her story. And guess what? That was about six months ago. Her book is being published. You know, Sometimes it takes a stranger or someone that you don't know to say, hey, listen, you have a divine assignment. You have a purpose. You might not think that you know, don't know what it is, but it's in, inside of you. It's within you. I knew when I was two years old that my voice was one of my gifts. Because I was thinking when I was two years old. 
When I was 14, I sang at a Girl Scout camporee to get these Girl Scouts quiet because the lights went out, and you could hear a pin drop. Once again, validate it. Teresa, your voice is your gift, right? I did not understand how to use my intuition as my gift, but that truly is my gift, and I've been able to help some children because I knew what their story was because of my intuition. So everybody has a purpose, and it's up to our parents, our caregivers, and our educators to pull out that purpose. We all have a responsibility, due diligence by your children, by your students, to find out what is their gift. Not everybody's meant to be a lawyer. Not everybody's meant to be a doctor. Not everybody's meant to be an entertainer. Everybody has a unique gift. And some people have the same gifts, but you deliver it differently. My brand is all about peace and harmony and love. Somebody else talks about that, too. Martin Luther King talks about that. Mother Teresa talks about that. But my mm-hmm. delivery is different, you see? So everybody, born with a purpose. So when they say, well, I don't know, yes, you do. Look inside yourself. I have a five-step process. Number one is self-discovery. Who are you? Not how long your hair is, not what kind of clothes you wear. Who mm-hmm. are you on the inside? That's the first thing. Second thing, what is it that you love to do? Not what your mother likes for you to do, not what your teacher. What is it that you like to do, right? Okay, find some people that like to do what you like to do and have them mentor you. You have to network with people with like minds, with like interests. And then develop a plan. Okay, this person is already doing this. How did they do it? So develop a blueprint of what it is that you want to do with your life. That's what I did with my business. I found someone who had a business. I said, okay, how did you do that? And I just followed that blueprint. C-A-E-O, C-A-M, Creating Ambassadors of Peace, was done within a month. So self-discover, know what you like to do, develop a blueprint, network with people with like minds, people that are going to lift you up, not knock you down. And the most important thing is implement, monitor, and score. Did I do what I say I was going to do? And if you follow those things, you will be very successful in whatever it is you decide to do. Amen. I, look, I'm getting ready to go to church like, amen, amen. Yes. <laughs> um, so here, here's another question for you. What are you most thankful for right now if you could name three things? I am thankful for my family and friends that support me on this journey. Like I have met some wonderful people, including yourself, Allison, on this journey of speaking and writing my message, and I'm very thankful for that. I'm also thankful for the wisdom that God has given me. You know, I don't walk around with my three degrees around my neck, but I've been fortunate to go to school and attend workshops to, to, to obtain a lot of content knowledge around what I'm speaking about. So I am an authority, but when I talk about peace, I know what I'm talking about. I know what it takes. And I'm also thankful for my health because if I wasn't in good health, I wouldn't be able to travel like I travel. I wouldn't be able to do the things that I do. You know, I, 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 I listen to the news every day, and people are dying of COVID-19, and I'm just so thankful that I haven't caught, you know, the virus and thankful that God has spared me that pain. But I'm most thankful for my family and friends the wisdom that God has given me, and my health. Yes. Now, okay, so here's another question. 
finish my sentence. My writing offers the following legacy to our future leaders. My writing offers the following legacy to my future leaders because the peace that I write about lies within everyone. Remember the scriptures say, ye are the light of the world. Let your light so shine that all may see your good work. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Now, do you have, like, any upcoming um, events or you know, um, what I want to say, anything that you would like to tell us about that you have coming up, maybe virtually or in person, that you would like to share with our listening audience? Absolutely. On September the 18th, I will be in Troy, Michigan, and this also is a live performance, but you can watch it virtually, for the Leadership Experience Tour with Sean Fair um, Forbes Consulting. My speech is going to be on world peace. I have about, I think, 35 other peers that are going to be speaking on that day. And that's a live conference, but you can also watch virtually. If you follow me on my website, I always have the link for the eEventbrite if you would like to attend that. Uh, also, creatingambassadorsofpeace.com. That's my website, creatingambassadorsofpeace.com, all small letters. I highlight all of my upcoming events. I also have on November the 4th to the 7th, SpeakerCon, Unleash Your Undeniable Impact. I'm going to be speaking at that event as well. Um, uh, once again, I have another book coming out called I Am She. That's going to probably come out in November or December, as well as Unleash Your Undeniable Impact. That book is coming out. I think our book re launch party is on November the 6th. So those are the two things I have that are upcoming. So the first one is your actual book, your only book, not only book because you have other books out, but that first book is your book, and then the other book is an anthology. Well, uh, Creating Ambassadors of Peace is my book, and yes. You Are Enough is an anthology. The I Am She is an, an anthology as well, as okay. well as Unleash Your Undeniable Impact. Those are both anthologies. Okay, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. So where can our listening – no, before I ask you that, I would love for you to leave words of encouragement to our listening audience. I always leave my speeches and anything that I do on the radio with everybody, I always leave with a very uh, short quote. It's an original quote. It's my words of wisdom. Life is but a short road to our ultimate destiny. Make peace, have compassion, and learn to love before you get there. I wrote that quote in 1992, and I'm still saying that quote in 2021. That is such a blessing, such a blessing. How can our listening audience purchase the books and get in touch with you. I have a website, and it's called Creating Ambassadors of Peace, all small letters, dot com. On that website, on the front page, it has a place where you can schedule a meeting to meet with me, a 30-minute meeting. On the second page, I have a bookstore, and six of my books are in the bookstore right now. The, the following two, I Am She 
and Unleash Your Undeniable Impact will be in there in November and December. But I have six books in my bookstores. You can purchase Creating Ambassadors of Peace as well as You Are Enough. Um, I also have an apparel store where I have T-shirts and sweatshirts that have my logo on it, which is the Dove, which, which represents peace. And um, I also have an event page. It can tell you about my prior events and my upcoming events. It also has my, a connection to all of my social media sites as well as my um, personal, uh, my business email address and um, the phone number, my business phone number. So my website, creatingambassadorsofpeace.com, all small letters, is the go-to place to get in contact with me, to purchase my books, and to see my upcoming events. Thank you, thank you. On behalf of Gospel Time Machine, AGD Publishing, we here at Authors Chat with Allison would like to thank you so very much for taking time out to spend your day with us. Wishing you much success and blessings on your journey. Peace, Allison.